When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. This is the practice report. It is rivalry week, if you can't tell. That says beat T-U-N. Who is that, Berm? Tun. Tun. Uh, that might be the team up north. It is rivalry week for Ohio State, getting ready for a visit to the big house on Saturday at noon. This is a practice report brought to you by Byers Auto to get ready for that. Happy Thanksgiving in a couple days from Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. Buckeyes uh, getting ready to hit the practice field again to get ready. Um, Ryan Day and a handful of captains setting the scene and uh, didn't really respond uh, uh, in kind with the messages that are coming from across the border and Cade McNamara, but certainly Ohio State is aware of them, Burr. Not just Cade McNamara, Aiden Hutchinson. There's a lot of, we got to, we, I can't leave without beating Ohio State. I, you know, and I, I don't care. Like, I think that's fine and good. Yeah. And I, I, I like confident players. I want them to say those things. Ohio State has handled this the same way today as they have the last 20 years, which is, this is business. Like, I, I wanted to ask one of them today and I didn't, like, when does that line get blurred between I respect them and I hate them? Uh, because I think a lot of times they're using the word respect as a euphemism. <laughs> well, Chris Olave did use that word on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's, they take it seriously around here. There's no, there's never a year when, when they're going into this game and think, okay, we can take a deep breath or take a relaxing breath. This year, more than any in the last couple, I mean, this is for everything. This is for the Big Ten Championship. It's for a probable playoff berth. There's there's no one around here looking past Michigan in any way. This is as tense as they've been all year, and I don't think that's a, a bad way of looking at the word tense. I think it's a good way. You know, you, you tend to just tighten up. You get a little more tight-lipped. You get more tight in the way you prepare. Uh, the things you say become a little more you're you're cautious with what you say make sure you don't make that bulletin board material but you know this is as buttoned up as they can possibly be and, and it really is impressive you know you recruit guys from all over the country a ton of different personalities uh, you know Haskell Garrett uh, guarantees victory last week against Michigan State but when it comes to the Michigan game it's silent you know it's just this is this is what we prepare for all year we're not gonna there's nothing that needs to be said it's that team up north, it's the game, it's the rivalry, the greatest rivalry in all of sport. There's no need to add any intrigue to it. The intrigue is built in with a hundred and some years. So it, it's really interesting to me just how buttoned up these guys always are this week. That's why I think it's interesting, Tim, that Michigan is not taking that approach, which is not the first time that they've chosen an opposite tact. And I, I'm not gonna pretend like any bulletin board material wins or loses a game but it certainly adds to the the fire and the enjoyment Helps when, us. You, when you when you well aside yeah. from the content perspective i mean think about dabo's poll think about oklahoma and the basic defense let alone what michigan has done multiple times with their quarterbacks and and others yeah. over the last few years it's just as spencer said ohio state is all business and didn't allow for any sort of wiggle room like that and it's just strange that the team that is playing from underneath here would choose to run their mouth about it i just and and the i know that, that these tour, everything else, you know like. a revenge tour or you know yeah. whatever you know shea patterson may have felt and now Cade mcnamara like you can look at what he said and not and it not be 
that inflammatory of right. a comment, but to say that you're not concerned at all about what you see, that's not going to play very well in the Woody, and you should probably know that if you're yeah. the quarterback of the other team. Yeah, you got to think a team that scored uh, 50 plus points the last two weeks against against a good defense in Purdue and not a good defense against Michigan State, but would have the same kind of attitude, but sure. they're not expressing it. But man, I was from here from here to that camera from Jim Harbaugh back in 1986 when he guaranteed they were going to win. One of the great quotes ever, and uh, he told me later, like many years later, I saw him and I said. Uh, and he said, you remember when I said that to you? And I go, yeah. He goes, your eyes got this big. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny to get his perspective on what my eyes look like. And uh, But the bottom line was they did go out and take care of business uh, that, that year, 1986. It helped that Ohio State missed a, uh, not a chip shot field goal, but a makeable field goal at the end of the game. But, yeah, you know, rarely are these games won on words, as you well know. And, uh, you know, Terry Glenn, Michigan is nothing, quote, from 1980, 1995, though, that fueled somebody, definitely fueled Tim Biakabatuka and that backside, uh, that backside draw play. But uh, Ohio State hadn't tackled yet. Just ask Luke Fickle, et cetera. But uh, the bottom line is, uh, yeah, this team, can you imagine the, the desperation? You heard me ask Zach Harrison. I said, how old are you? And he said, 20. I said, well, you know, Ohio State is 17 and two in that time in this game. Uh, does that mean it's still a rivalry? Is a rivalry to you? Well, what did he do? He reached back. He grabbed history. He grabbed tradition. That's what this team is, as you well know. They talk about Michigan almost every day of the week throughout the year, and uh, that's why it's meant so much to them. Michigan has tried to grab onto that ethic this year. Yeah, Jim and we'll said see if it pays off. Beat Ohio State or die trying at Big yeah. Ten Media Day, yeah. and I mean, you have to hear that. This week, he talked about it on, on Monday on his radio show, I think, that he's looking in the eyes of his players and sees the same thing that he sees in his own eyes. Like, they they are all in, They and everyone has a different way of approaching this sort of thing. You, you know, Spencer brought up Ohio State players. The players we talked to today are Zach Harrison, who's from Ohio, Haskell Garrett, who's from Hawaii and Nevada, yeah, Chris Olave from California, Nick Petit-Frere from Florida. This rivalry has grown into such a national thing that it's impossible for kids to, to not feel it. And certainly if Michigan is finally emphasizing it around their, their facilities this year, as opposed to kind of downplaying it last few, I, I think it's, I think it's almost impossible for them to not go out and say it. They, they have to say it because they've been asked for so long. Why aren't you prioritizing this? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's one way to do it, which is the way that Harbaugh said, which was basically establishing that Ohio state was the standard in the, the line that they had to cross, and that was paying proper respect. I think that's from that's a perspective that works. It's it's the other way when Michigan players are talking and, and acting like it's something that they've accomplished before, the way Cade McNamara has this week, or the way Shea Patterson may have in the past. Or another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Or Chase Winovich or any other, anybody else, somebody who never did it to talk the way they have and not say, well, because it's so easy to just be like, well, we think that they've got a good pass rush or... Uh, they've got athletic corners and that steel chambers is playing well or overall we think they're a good defense and we're ready for the challenge like it's so weird that they choose a different approach than that to me but i hope hey whatever works for you and even you know i think back to big media days i asked aiden hutchinson and kind of pressed him on it a little bit like is, 
is this rivalry different right now, the way that you guys are preparing for it? He kind of chuckled and laughed off the question as like, we're preparing for it. Like he basically said, I promise we're preparing for it with a little bit of a chuckle. I wrote a story about it because it was, it was kind of interesting that he decided to, to crack a smile and laugh, you know, oh, we know what we need to do. Well, now you have to prove it. And yeah, the, week that, is, yeah. the week is finally here and, and you can be as confident as possible. And I actually appreciate the Cade McNamara confidence because he probably could have said even more and, and didn't. And in the context, maybe we have a little bit of it out of context, but that when you see that kind of thing and you give any bit of wiggle room to put anything on the bulletin board, this this is the kind of thing that happens. You got four people from Letterman Road talking about it. Yeah, but you know, but you know, the other players there too. You know, were asked about it. And yeah, they were talking about how it's it's more emphasized than it has been throughout the off season, et cetera, up there. But I like it. I, everything for me always comes back to auto racing analogies, as you well know. <laughs> but uh, or flying, it really does. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's like in auto racing, if the other other team has an edge on you. Uh, You've got to make up that part first, but then the other team, if it's working to continue to have the edge, you're you're still chasing it, you know? And uh, that's what I feel like Michigan is doing in this game. But guys, it always comes down, this game always comes down, just like huge games do, to who does and doesn't make plays at the moment, you know? And uh, boy, you just look, look at, Look at this Ohio State offense, for example. They've got so many guys who've stepped up, who've made plays this year. They've got a quarterback who's really coming on. And then you've got a defense that, let's face it, was nothing to write home about the first two games of the year and is really feeling pretty good about itself. Now they're going to see that Cade McNamara quote and go, yeah, I think that does play a factor in this. Yeah, it's uh, it's motivation. It's not that Ohio State didn't have that before, but yeah, uh, we can move on from that. Those players that have to try and stop Michigan and Cade McNamara, uh, Denzel Burke, you know, he came back in that game on Saturday. Uh, the shoulder was a little bit banged up, but it, it certainly appears like he is on track to stay in the game. They obviously rested him, had an opportunity to do that against Michigan State. That's good news for Ohio State at corner, still waiting to see if Seven Banks, who was uh, really limping on the field on Saturday, if he yeah. can get back to supplement that depth at cornerback. Uh, Cody Simon was knocked out, looked like a, a upper body head injury for him on Saturday. Uh, Ohio State's hoping to get him back. Those things are pretty relevant. I mean, up front, Ohio State's probably as healthy as you could put, ever ask for on the defensive yeah. line. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, that cornerback spot and then a, a pretty thin linebacker unit, that would be the emphasis throughout this week. Yeah, I mean, if Michigan's going to win this game, they're going to have to do it by keeping Ohio State's offense off the field for the most part. I mean, that's that's how you slow down Ohio State. It's you're, You know they're going to score points if the offense is on the field. So for Michigan, it's about long drives. It's about sustained drives. That's what they do. They don't throw the ball down the field a lot. I mean, they're, they're not a, uh, but when they do strike, I mean, they, they have, I think the mo most touchdowns over 50 yards in the Big Ten this year, which people wouldn't probably assume. They do have some home run hitters when they make the attempts, but uh, it, it's a team that is, is really built on the running game. They'll probably end up with 2000 yard rushers this year. That's a pretty unique, you know, yes. uh, statistical thing. Offensively up front, they're a lot, you know, they're big guys. They, they really like that quick passing game. We talked about it on Monday at Roosters that, 10 receptions for Donovan Edwards, uh, the true freshman running back. They're going to try to dink and dunk the Buckeyes and keep them off the field. And so it is important for Ohio State. And Zach Harrison talked about today, Michigan doesn't give up a lot of sacks. So these guys are going to have to get their hands up. They're going to have to get their hand on the football and, and find ways to disrupt Michigan's rhythm. Because again, and I mean, I, I'm the nervous Nelly here when it comes to Ohio State and Michigan, always am. You live in Toledo. But no, he doesn't. I, but <laughs> if if you have equal number of, of possessions here in this game, no turnovers, no dumb penalties that cost drives, the Buckeyes are a more talented team and should win this game. 
You live in a northern suburb of Toledo, right? I live in Toledo proper. We're going we're gonna to make sure to clarify exactly where he lives. But that's why, Berm, you talk about <laughs> the, the deep shots that Michigan can take. And that's why you know, we talked to all the captains. We talked to Ryan Day. Nobody mentioned him, though. Bryson Shaw is like the key for the Ohio State defense here. Like if you if you let those guys behind you and you allow those deep shots, then that that's when Michigan gets the confidence on offense and then they can stop worrying about the Ohio State defense because they'll have points on the board and, and feel that confidence. And so it's it's those unheralded guys who you don't think about very often that always make the plays in this game particularly, whether that's seven banks scooping up a Chris Olave touch uh, blocked punt, returning yeah, a touchdown. Chris Olave having two touchdowns, you know, in general, uh, it, it's always it's always somebody that yeah. you don't expect and you know that that's not just dating back to 1995 that's that's here and now and, and sometimes it's not always the five-star guys making the plays and by the way uh <clears throat> you know you heard me ask nicholas petit for your feet or played quarterback i did that facetiously but the bottom line it always comes down to your quarterback man i mean let's face it what michigan what michigan has lacked in the jim harbaugh era is that great quarterback either being recruited or being developed is Cade McNamara that guy? Is J.J. McCarthy going to play more than he has ever uh, this this season? They have sprinkled him in there enough to get him some didn't experience. Really, didn't really work that well exactly. against Michigan State. Exactly. Uh, it's going to come down to that guy with the ball in his hands. And uh, it's. I'm watching that game the other night, Michigan and Maryland. I'm watching replay. I'm, you know, Tonga Valoa. There were so many opportunities in that game <laughs> that he didn't take advantage of. I'm talking about throwing the ball against Michigan. Uh, that wow. I think the opportunities are going to be there again this week for C.J. Stroud and this uh, fleet of receivers to take advantage of things if, in fact, they get the time, if, in fact, Ohio State does something about this Michigan pass rush, which I really – Dewan Jones, you and I talked about on my podcast, Dewan Jones and Nicholas Petit-Frere might be the best tackle tandem in the country. They're not getting their just due in that regard, but this will definitely be a test. Yeah, it'll be too late for some other awards. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that – Spencer is going to be touching on that as the week progresses. The Blitnikoff, uh, no, I'm for Olave. no Ohio State receivers on that list. Uh, the Doak Walker, no Travion Henderson. Um, you wonder sometimes how that's possible, but uh, we all know that uh, awards voting is tricky. I've, I've described that process in the past as well, and yeah. all three of those guys are so good they probably split the vote. But that would be a whole other show uh, about the awards situations. We don't need to say go through that on the practice report, which is brought to you by Byers Auto. Getting ready for Saturday at noon, Ohio State, Michigan. It's the game. That's Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. Enjoy your week. Happy Thanksgiving.